Hi, this is Luca. And this is Laura. And this is the Career Beat Talks podcast. Where we bring you the latest insights from the world of recruiting. From both sides, the candidate's perspective and the company's perspective. Let's jump right in. In my mind, working in full time always meant 40 hours until I actually started work. And um, back in the company where I was working, it was, I think, 38.5 hours. That was full time. And then in my mind, working part time was only 20 hours, which is half of 40 hours. Right. So these were the two options that I could choose from until, you know, I entered the workforce and realized there are one million ways of how to, you know, put together what full-time work means for different companies and on the other hand, what part-time work means. That is why today we really wanted to kind of discuss this from both sides again, like what does it mean for a company? What offers can companies make? But then also what should I as, you know, an employee choose? What does make sense? And we'll just talk about different uh, structures as well because I think job sharing has also gained on importance, at least here in Germany as well. So, Luca, um, first thoughts on this topic. What comes to your mind? Yeah, very interesting that you said uh, that you just had these these thoughts in your head, right? Where you have full time forty hours per week, and then twenty hours as as part time. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's very important maybe that uh, we think about those terms more flexibly because um, most people today working they. Uh, sometimes they they want to have the job that that suits their 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 lifestyle, right? And for some person, this might mean thirty five uh, hours of, of work. For others, it's maybe twenty nine or, or wherever. And you you are completely right. And I think we still have this uh, concept in our head where part time means oh only twenty or something hours. Um, but but this is not true. And 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 one example I can give um, when we consult companies, right, and we search for candidates for them, and then happens actually quite a lot is that a company uh, a candidate replies back hey this position sounds very interesting um however i wanted to ask is it also available as a part-time position and then what we do is like we ask the company hey what if we did not talk about this in the briefing by the way would this position also be available in part-time and uh yeah then you have to be careful because the the other person might think you're asking them is it possible to work 20 hours and then oftentimes the answer is no we need someone full-time right but in some cases, I also had recently, there is uh, part-time means maybe 40 um, or 45 hours. Um, yeah. So in, in this case, sometimes the company might be more flexible because they believe, well, we can make that work, right? It, that, that's possible. So yeah, you're definitely right. It's uh, it's easy. It's important that we distinguish uh, between uh, between those. Um, do, do you have anything to, to add to that, Laura? Is that also I how you see it? Yeah, yeah, I, I fully agree. I just wanted to ask a question on what you said last, uh, just if I understood it right. Now you just said that part-time also could mean 40 or 45 hours. What did you mean by that? Oh, I mean 30, sorry, yes. Oh, okay, <laughs> I, was so, I was like, I don't know how no, this no, can no. be accurate. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So this yeah. would be like working more time. I don't think there's a, uh, a term for that. Oh, I, no, no, I mean 30, yeah. I have a, it's interesting. I have a, actually a, a difficulty um, when someone tells me those numbers in English to differentiate them and I always confuse them. And uh, <laughs> apparently it's the same with my pronunciation. I just don't use it so often. <laughs> no, no worries. <laughs> no so worries good test all. if everyone is listening. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. So it's 35, of course. 35. Okay, okay. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, maybe it makes more sense to have it in terms of percentages. So, for example, um, my wife at the moment she's she's working in, in a, a kindergarten, and at the moment she has working hours. Um, now I have to pronounce it correctly. Uh, Thirty-seven. Does it make sense? Thirty-seven. Mm -hmm, yeah. And um, she so the the full time is I think thirty-nine, and so basically she's working like I think it's ninety-five percent or something. And, nice. But they, she's still considered a part-time employee, which I, I'm not sure. Does that make sense? Uh, I, I, I'm not really sure. But she's very happy with it, right? She was like, yeah, these two hours that I'm saving really helps me to regenerate, right? And she really feels that. And yeah. so uh, even we would say it's nearly 100%. I think it's something we should definitely consider and be more flexible. Just talking, just talk the hours. How, how much hours should I work per week? Yeah, absolutely. And and definitely, I mean, this is so interesting. And this, I really, at that time when I didn't know there were so many options, uh, kind of made my mind explode in such a way that, wow, there are so many options. Like you could work 90% of your time in a company or 100% in a time. And even 100%, as mentioned before, might not necessarily be 40 hours per week, right? Uh, for some companies, it's even less than 40 hours full time. Um, but yeah, so practically what we can say in Germany, there's full time and then there's part time. Part time being anything between, you know, 20% of the position, I would guess, until 95% uh, of, of that, that all falls under, under part time. Um, to try to make it a little bit easier to explain. But now let's look at the benefits and maybe also the disadvantages of working in part-time or as a company, having people working in part-time um, versus in, in full-time. And I think one aspect that comes to my mind of why I find it so important as a company to be flexible in that sense is that your employees will go through different phases in their life as well. And I feel like if you want to keep employees in the long run, which you should want if they're good and um, then providing this flexibility will allow them to continue to work with you over time right so there are phases where you can work full-time then there are phases where you might need the two extra hours in the week or maybe phases where you can just work literally 50 percent of the time um, and then finding solutions of how to maybe compensate for the hours that are not being worked for through job sharing for example or some other options could be it could be a good thing um, but yeah, I mean, there are still so, so many things to talk about. What would you say could be a disadvantage? Because I started with an advantage, Luca. To working part-time um, mm -hmm. for, from, from the candidate company. perspective or the or company? I started with yeah. the company, so maybe. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, so from the company, um, depending on the situation, I feel like one disadvantage could be. So, of course, Simple answer would be, well, someone works less hours than you anticipated for this role, right? But you want to hire this person. And then again, of course, most of the time, the output will be a little bit less. Just maybe the tasks will get done. But of course, more hours means more, more output, usually, if you if you assume the same conditions. Some people are able to make it work and, and get this job done still, right? There are sometimes things we can improve about the job to make it more efficient as well. But I think in general, yeah, especially if you have someone just working, let's say, 20 hours versus, versus 40 hours, um, then, of course, in 20 hours, you cannot get uh, as much done. So this would be one of the disadvantages. And then you could say, well, then let's hire two employees, um, both working 20 hours. And oftentimes, this can be the solution, um, especially when we have a war for talent and it's hard to attract the, the right candidates. Um, but 
I think also then if you have two people working on the same job, if we're just talking disadvantages, of course, there will be some communication loss. There will be some issues maybe with communicating, with working together. So sometimes it might be easier to just manage one person instead of having to manage two persons. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure if that's what I'm agree because you also get two people with different viewpoints and there's probably also some advantage by it, right? Because two people have, have different strengths and then they can uh, maybe even increase the output. So it always really depends on the situation and of course on, on your team. I think it's just something we have to experiment with. And, and I'm always a friend of making experiments and see for yourself how it works. And then also, if it does not work, well, then we're not going to do it. If it works, well, perfect, then we're going to do it, right? So, Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I like what you said, and then sorry for putting you in the position to have to say disadvantages, because I, I also feel like every disadvantage in this, at least in this topic, does also bring some advantages with it. And I feel like the way we have been working over the last years has stayed the same over so long, like full time is the way to go. And that's the, you know, the perfect way to do it. And I feel like I, I, I like the fact to challenge that a little bit and see like, what are the, you know, ways of how we could make this work. And with that open more possibilities to keep employees in the long run. And on the other hand, to attract more employees, because I mean, Luca, from our experience, we do see a lot of people also asking for like, do this, does this company offer a part-time work or at least, you know, some flexibility type of thing. So definitely an important topic to look into. But one yeah. thing I, and we were talking about job sharing a lot now, what do you think about job sharing in general? Because what we have seen, Luca, is that mostly it's done at leadership level, right? Yeah, so um, the, basically the model I was describing uh, earlier with the, or I'm going to hire, for example, two people working 20 hours, right? That's basically the idea of, of job sharing. So you have one job. And the job is, however, done by two people. So that's the idea. And most of the time it's because they don't have the time. And I think the most prominent way we're doing it is with leadership uh, roles, as, as you said. And I was always curious. I really liked the idea. I liked that we tried this out. I liked that uh, it's flexible, right? And you can try more things. I was just always curious, why is it that we associate job sharing just with leadership positions? So I, I don't know where it's coming from. I, I think probably it, it it may started also with some, oh, we want to get more women into leadership positions. And then a lot of time, maybe there was a pushback. Hey, okay, but um, now I'm, I'm ready for a leadership position in my age, but now I either have children or I have some caring responsibilities. Maybe that's where it came from. Mm. Um, but I just thought this was, was very curious because in theory, it should work for all type of jobs, right? Or right. do you disagree with that, Laura? I mean, yeah, I could see that working in so many different types of, of jobs because like what speaks against it yeah you need more communication yes as a company you need to manage more people and make sure that the timing works out and everything but beyond that I mean what speaks against it I don't see too much actually maybe I am too positive on this topic <laughs> but I, I'm not I mean, a yeah I'm, I'm not a payroll expert but right I would wonder what happens if you just hire two people 50%, I would guess also the taxes and insurance and stuff. You probably pay yeah. more as a company. Yeah. Um, even if the salary would be equal, let's say, but probably the base rate of pay, I would expect. I would have to run the numbers. But this could be, of course, one of the reasons, just a little bit economical in that sense. Mm -hmm. um, but on the other hand, what I just thought about, what is a huge advantage nowadays, you know, that all the companies always, there's a problem with 
basically every company has a problem with knowledge management. So meaning, how do we uh, how do we store the knowledge that a job holder has? And sometimes mm -hmm. it's even like implicit knowledge, so they don't even know that you have it. But how do you keep keep making that available for the organization if that person leaves or is sick or whatever? And uh, especially that's always a problem in recruiting, right? Our focus topic. Uh, so someone hands in their 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 their, their 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 resignation and they're going to leave in two to three months and until you find a replacement it takes longer so this knowledge that this person had a lot of times gets lost so an mm. advantage of job sharing is also that you have two people right so um, on the same role so they both have this implicit knowledge also um, and then if one decides to leave the other person is still there still True. has the knowledge can onboard the new hire so yeah, that's, True. that's something about. And I think it forces people to document more because you need to manage, True. you know, the job in two. So probably everyone is documenting more automatically. Uh, so I think that could definitely be, be a further advantage. Hi, this is Laura. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you're truly enjoying it. And if I could ask for one little favor from you, it would be that you make sure to follow this podcast and also rate it. This will truly make such a big difference for us here in Career B so that we start reaching more people who are looking for a job in Germany and also more companies who are looking for talents. Thank you so much for doing this. I think we haven't talked about the perspective of the candidates who might be thinking about, you know, part-time, full-time. I mean, I would say the first thought about it, because I feel like, of course, the flexibility is one thing. But on the other hand, if you are looking to reduce the time of work, you need to also look into finances, right? Because, of course, working 80% or 70% or even less means also that that's the percentage of the salary you're going to get. So I think that's uh, for sure one thing to consider about that. Um, of course, I would also say that it depends a lot on your current uh, situation and also like the phase you're at. So if you are in the beginning of your career, maybe a full-time job does make sense because it will allow you to simply, you know, be more exposed to the topics, more exposed to the company create a stronger network faster, right? And then as you progress in your career and you have kind of, you know, gathered the knowledge, have the network in place, then you can start reducing the time that you want to work and like step by step. It really depends a lot on so many factors that I don't think there's one right or wrong. Um, I personally have never worked part-time, I, I have to say uh, that. I, I think I'm too much of a workaholic <laughs> to do that. But I fully love when people do it. And like I love how then their life also develops in so many positive ways. Yeah, very interesting. Um, just one more thing to add. Um, you, you talked about the, the salary decrease, of course, that's going to hit your bank account. This is really important. So we're not talking about working reduced, working hours for the same pay, right? That's another podcast, episode, maybe. But this is not really the key. Okay, I'm working less hours and I also get at the same rate, I'm going to get less payment by the company. Interestingly, however, you will earn more net by hour. 
so to say, because German's tax system and mm. social security system, right, it's not linear. So you will see that True. it's not that much, of course, but for example, that's uh, because I worked part-time previously, that's why I know firsthand. So for example, I was working, I think 60% um, of my working hours and I got uh, 65% of my old salary. So I actually, oh. I actually was making a little bit more per hour, so to say, that that I was I was working because I paid less taxes and less social, uh, in, in insurance. So so that's that, that's one thing to to keep in mind. But of course, you're still right. You need to budget for it. Life is getting more expensive, of course. And um, I think another reason with that why some people are hesitant is it seems like you often are passed over when it's time for promotions and salary increases and stuff, right? So it seemed like, yeah, we're already giving you the flexibility of working part-time and then you are somewhat of a of a, of a worker second class, so to say. So of course, we're not going to consider you for a promotion or for a salary increase, which mm. of course does not really make sense in my eyes. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's also what people sometimes fear a little bit. Yeah, because still, as mentioned, right, like full-time was the way to go over so many years and now changing that still has like some, I don't know if bias is the right word, but it still has some connotations with it. Um, but nonetheless, I think that should not be a reason to not consider if, if at that point you think it will bring so many benefits. It, of course, also depends what companies and how you feel about it. Um, and if you are thinking about, you know, reducing time, if you are already on a job, then you can also discuss this topic with your manager and be really talking about your concerns around this topic and, and find a solution together with the manager, because then this person is automatically involved in it and will also represent you in any performance reviews, et cetera, because they were part of, you know, the solution of how you're going to make sure that the job is still done as it should, even with, you know, less hours. Um, so yeah, involvement of others is good. And then I would say as a last tip um, would also be like, ask if there, if you are looking, you know, some part-time job, maybe 80% or 90, doesn't even matter. But if you are, then you and you find a job that you're really, really interested in, but it doesn't say there. I mean, you can always ask because many times companies will not write it because, of course, they do want the full time employee. But then if they see that your profile really, really fits very well, they might be open to it. So don't be afraid to at least ask about it. Yeah. And and, and do it um, in an interview process. Do it at the end of right. the interview. Right. So <laughs> that, that's really important. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that that's that go, that's a tip for for basically everything where you feel like you have to ask the company or something is and it's just human, right? Is that if you make an ask already in the beginning, they don't know you, and there are other candidates to be considered. Of course, they would rather consider the other uh, candidates. But after you have gone through an interview process, maybe the first round, and then at the end of the first interview, or maybe even way to the second interview. Um, Asking something like this sometimes make more sense. Unless, of course, it's a hard no for you anyhow. Then you could also make the argument, well, I want to clarify this already in my application so that we go into the, if, if we go into the interview, I want this to be clear so no one is, is, is wasting our time here, right? So it depends. Is it like a 100% strict requirement for you? Then maybe ask or, or say it right at the beginning, even in your application maybe. If it's an ask you want to make, you would prefer, but you are open to negotiate, then wait a little bit longer because you will have more leverage. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you so much, uh, Luca, for sharing these insights. I definitely learned a lot. Um, I was, as, as you saw, not aware of all the things. So thank you so much also for, for bringing in some clarity on the topic. Maybe very interesting for a lot of people, but also for some companies thinking about hiring. Um, and before I go any further, Luca, I think it's time for a summary. Yeah, so in today's episode, we were talking about working part-time. And first thing we established is that I'm working part-time does not just mean working 20 hours, um, so half, but it's a spectrum basically, right? So the, the question is always, what are the working hours? Especially in Germany, also we have different models. Some companies have 40 hours, some have 35 as, as, as full-time, sometimes even. Um, so it's really always important that we talk about it in really like hours per week. What what are we expected? What do we need to work here? We also talked about uh, job sharing, um, which can be an alternative, um, especially if we are talking about this right around 20 hours per week. Maybe you hire two people for it because it might have some advantages. You get two times the knowledge, different perspectives, and also some kind of backup in case someone is sick or someone, someone leaves the knowledge still within your organization. Of course, also has some 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 challenges, nevertheless. Also for candidates, of course, that uh, increased work-life balance can sometimes be um, be important. But keep in mind, of course, your salary would be a little bit lower. But overall, we think, yeah, considering or, or at least thinking about offering also part-time um, for very good candidates from a company's perspective makes a lot of sense because in times of war for talent, companies that are flexible and can cater to the needs of your talents. That's, that's really the ones who stand out. And we all know that these are tough times in recruiting and it's hard to find the right candidates. There would be a shame if, if you cannot find someone because of that. If you currently have problems finding candidates, then please reach out to us. We're very happy to help you um, with all your white-collar recruiting. So IT, engineering, finance, sales, HR, we are happy to help you out. Just send us an email to team at careerbeat.de. We're looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We're super happy to have you here. And if you are a company who's looking for talents to expand their team, make sure to check out our services at careerb.de because there we explain how we help you find top talents much faster. And on the other side, if you're a talent who's currently looking for a job here in Germany, then make sure to also check out our website under careerb.de slash talents, because there you'll discover more about our brand new masterclass, where we really guide you step by step on how to find that dream job of yours. But in either case, you can also just send us a direct email to team at careerbeat.de because we're also super happy to address all your questions directly there. Wishing you a wonderful day.